Remember the seed shame show? Man, I had to re-record that like several times. Seed shame show. (laughs) I couldn't say that three times fast. I don't think if my life depended on it. But it was an episode where we talked about buying too many seeds and not being able to use them all. Back, oh gosh, it's been a while. When was that show? Let me see. That was episode number 62. And that was back in January, January the 13th. So, yeah, I have a similar problem. I don't know about you, but I suffer from garden magazine shame. (laughs) So, I just recently cleared out my office and I have all these magazines and I don't really have room for them. And I've been moving them from one place to another and I don't want to get rid of them because there's so many ideas in there that I want to explore or I want to look at. But I had an aha moment and I know what I'm going to do with them now. Actually, I've kind of known this for a little while, but that's what we're going to talk about today. By the way, if you're new here, welcome to the Edelful Gardens podcast. I'm your host, Nanette Blair, and I'm so glad that you found us because we, what we do here is we help people create edible and beautiful landscapes that are way better than organic because I'm on a mission. My mission is to make good food accessible to everyone, and in my opinion, the best definition of good food is nutritious, delicious, and safe, and it doesn't get any better than picking fresh fruit, herbs, veggies straight off the plant where you know what went into it from start to finish. And you won't find any tomato cages here. As a matter of fact, there's a lot you won't find here, including pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, or any of the other sides. But what you will find here are landscapes that are designed for beauty, fun, reflection, entertaining, and the list goes on to whatever you want. After all, it's your home, your yard, and your taste, and beauty truly is in the eye of the beholder. Okay, you know that garden you've been thinking about? I know you're ready. I know I'm ready. So let's dig in. When it comes to fun, reflection, entertaining, and the list goes on to whatever you want, I've seen so many pictures of plant combinations and patios with outdoor dining and all that stuff. And I guess it's because I'm in planning mode right now. And I know that I've saved those magazines for a reason. And then there's some of them I just need to get rid of. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to tear out the pictures I actually have a bulletin board behind me. And if you don't have a bulletin board, like mine is built into the wall. I have just cork board squares that I have pushed into like a little nook and that's kind of framed in behind me. You might have seen those if you've seen any of my YouTube videos. But I, uh, yeah, I'm going to be using that cork board. I'm going to be putting it to good use. (laughs) So I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be looking for what I want to kind of incorporate into my garden. So one of the things that I also do is I'll go on a photo safari. Like I was talking about in the last week's episode where I went to the Magnolia Market, Chip and Joanna Gaines place, and I was taking pictures. And I did, I, I don't think I talked about this last week, 
but I took another picture of the window box that was in front of their cute little like mini mall thing they have going on there. And uh, I told my daughter, I said, how many edibles do you see in there? She was like, I don't know. I just see plants, really pretty plants. And I was like, this would be so cute if I kind of mimic that in um, my landscape. And it, the plant combination was really cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have my pictures that I take and tell you what I'll do. I will post that on the Ediful Gardens. It's Ediful.Gardens on Instagram. So if you're an Instagram user, you can go check it out there. But uh, I love that plant combination. And I was like, that one's edible, that one's edible, that one's edible, and that one's edible. So when it comes to, I think that you know, one of the, probably one of the big things that you may be missing as a component in my show, the Edible Gardens podcast, is, yeah, but Nanette, where do all the tomatoes go? And where do all of the squash plants go? And where does the corn go? And where does this go? And where does that go? Uh, when it comes to really growing a, a ton of food. And it, it's in there. Trust me, it's in there. But I have now... I do have a lot of gardens. I have like 7,000 square feet of gardens. So that might be a little bit more challenging for you if you're only growing in 100 square feet. But you know what? You wouldn't be able to grow hundreds of tomato plants and hundreds of stalks of corn and hundreds of squash plants if you're only growing in 100 square feet, right? Here's where I say, and this thought has been in my head for a while, to say this on this podcast is I'm not just in it for the tomatoes. It is so wonderful to just be able to go out there in my gardens and pick a lot of diverse things that we can eat. All the herbs, the peppers, the squash, the corn, the tomatoes. Yeah, the with me, the issue that I have found is that it, the filler part. Remember the when we talked about the thriller, the filler, the spiller show? Uh, we did a show where we talked about the thriller, the filler, the spiller. Well, a lot of times our crops are kind of the thriller, um, but sometimes they can be either the filler or the spiller. You know, uh, you, you just need to go back and listen to the show, the thriller, the filler, the spiller show, and how that translates into an edible landscaping. And that was two separate episodes, actually. But the filler part is where I seem to fall short. I always think I'm planting stuff too close and then I don't plant it close enough. So I need more fillers. Okay, so this little window box that I took a picture of, it was just the textures were so pretty. So in our edible landscaping, green is really kind of our neutral color, right? So you're going to want to do something like picking out your color palette. And it doesn't mean that you can't pick out some sort of a food crop that is not in your color palette. But everything else that's your filler, that's where your eye rests. So when it comes to like looking out at your edible landscaping, where does your eye get a rest? Where does it where is it able to just kind of take a break and it doesn't look like it's just all chaos? Well, a lot of that has to do with the color palette and with your textures. So how those textures go together. Now, you know that I'm always saying that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It's what's good for you, like what zone you're in, what your climate is. And so 
it's something that you really need to explore for yourself. Okay, so when I say texture, some of it will be like really fine, some of it will be really coarse, some of it will be kind of in between. So I would consider something really fine like um, that feathery grass, you know, that just looks like feathers. That's really fine, uh, a texture. But something like an artichoke leaf is really, really, really coarse. Uh, I, I don't know if you've ever grown artichokes, but I know that I've grown artichokes. I've had thistle in my garden. It's basically the same kind of texture. If you let those artichoke buds, that's the part we, that we normally eat, but if you let those go to flower, you know it's going to be purple, right? So um, I would, if I were you, I would look, pull out those gardening magazines and look at whatever grabs your attention. So if you see a picture and you're like, I don't know why, but I love this, tear it out, just rip it out, get yourself a file folder, and then kind of do the process of elimination. Yeah, this is really kind of adding to your wish list, right? So when we've talked about the wish list many, many times on the podcast, but your wish list is the plants that you want to grow, right? So if you say, oh, I just would love to have, have St. John's wort, or I would love to have artichokes, or I would love to have this, I would love to have that. Keep in mind too about all of the hardscaping type stuff that you want to have in your garden too. Um, concrete bird bath, or maybe just a bird bath, period. And you don't know whether you want concrete or whatever. And then that way, just like with the seed, <laughs> seed shame show, uh, talking about seed shame, I don't know why that's so hard for me to say, Words are hard, y'all. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that, but words are hard. Um, but if you go back to that seed shame show, um, it, you're going to hear you did a lot of impulse buying at the seed aisle when the seeds were out, right? It's the same way with a bird bath. So, and you know, sometimes I used to say this a long time ago. I used to say, I don't have a sense of style. I mean, this was like decades ago. I didn't know what my sense of style was with my clothes. I didn't know what my sense of style was with my house. And then I realized, and then I, then I said for a little while, oh, I do know what my sense of style is. I just can't afford it. <laughs> so you may be saying that to yourself too, if you go through this process, but just keep in mind that there are alternate routes besides just going to the store and paying retail. So if you see something that you really like, rip it out, put it in a file. Don't worry about trying to sort it because you're not going to want all those pages um, of the magazine and then throw the magazine away. <laughs> Maybe you're already the type of person that can look at something and then just throw it away. But uh, I'm not. I'm talking to the people that I'm not really a hoarder. I'm really, really not. My husband's really more of a hoarder than I am. He'll keep stuff when he doesn't really need to keep stuff. But with magazines, I do. I do this with magazines. Actually, I haven't ordered magazines in years, but they keep sending them to me. And the reason that I believe that is, is because every single other page, literally, I am not exaggerating. I counted. You know how the magazines used to be, I'm doing my hands and you can't see me, used to be this thick and now they're only this thick, but you know, it went down really from about an, an inch, maybe almost an inch from a magazine. And then it went down to only like 40 pages, which is not very big at all. 
uh, I think that magazines are just kind of on their last leg. They're just kind of going away. And um, I see that in these magazines, every other page is an advertisement. And every page that is not an advertisement, it's not like a long uh, blog post. It's not like a lot of words. It's mostly pictures. So just take the ones that you want, throw the rest of it away. If you really want to get rid of your magazine shame. <laughs> and I said garden magazines, but the reason that I've kept some of the magazines that I have, they're not garden magazines at all, but it might be Southern Living. I'm looking at some here. Eating Well. I keep those because of the recipes. Better Homes and Garden. I'm just kind of going through a little bit of a stack that I have here. Um, the Flower Magazine. Those are, I just went and grabbed a few off the top of that stack and it didn't even put a dent in it. And I am going to be going through and ripping it out. So while my husband and I are watching TV or we're kind of chillaxing after dinner, I'm just going to go through and I'm going to rip out all those pages and I'm just going to put them in a file. And then I'm going to go back and I'm going to say, why did I like that picture? I'm not even going to question whether or not, you know, it's because of the the container that I saw there or the bird bath that I saw or the color combination or the texture combination. I'm just going to let my eyes and my emotions take over. I'm just going to say, wow, there's just something about this. I don't know what it is. I'm ripping it out. I'm putting it in a in a file folder. And basically, I'm going to be throwing away just a ton of Prevagen ads. <laughs> Let me see. There's uh, paint ads, you know, like for house paint. All of these ads, there's like for caramel that you put in your coffee. <laughs> there's just all kinds of ads in here. For fingernail polish, I don't need any of that. And I certainly don't need it. Um, I'm just kind of doing the KonMari thing right now. I'm just kind of purging and I'm getting rid of because I want to be in full swing designing mode here pretty soon. Right now it's, I'm looking at the temperature gauge that's out in the greenhouse. Right now it's showing to be 84 degrees here, but pretty soon it's going to be to the point where I'm not going to be able to do much in my garden. So this is kind of just kind of a behind the scenes of my planning mode, kind of the creative zone where I may not implement every single thing that I pull out, but it's going to be kind of my red shirt file. And if you see something that you really like, I don't see anything trendy about something that's in a garden. Yes, clothes are trendy, cars are trendy, furniture is trendy, paint colors are trendy. But when it comes to the gardens, um, it's it it can be timeless, really. It's I would think of it as timeless. If you liked it now, you're probably going to like it in five years. Unless you find something where you say, you know what, that was an annual that's going away and you know, you planted it in 2021 and it's going to grow in 2021 and it's something that you uh, don't plan again. Well, that's fine. Uh, if it's a perennial, you can always pull it out. So now um, you're going to see a lot of like outdoor pictures. You're going to see a lot of like porches with pillows and things like that. I would encourage you to go ahead and pull those out as well. If it's something that you really want to hang on to, like it's a reason that you're keeping this magazine, then go ahead and pull that out as well. Because there was something about that. Your garden is a lifestyle, right? You want to have a place to sit and drink a glass of tea and just 
you know, read a book or write in your journal or watch the grandkids playing in the yard, but you want it to be something that you're really proud of and it's, and it's you, right? Very specifically you. So I would go ahead and get those, even though it's not all about the plants, it's about the hardscapes. And that's something that you really do need to think about as well, because when you look at these gardens that are really grand and they're really breathtaking and they're really beautiful, a lot of times it has to do with what's around the garden, the hardscapes, whether it be a patio or gravel or I don't know, um, some containers, Like one of the things that I'm thinking about doing next year, it's really kind of counterintuitive to what I've said in the past, and that is container gardening. I have said so many times that I believe plants belong in the soil, but I'm going to be adding some containers just for aesthetic reasons, just because I want my, I want my edible landscapes to evolve into something that's really more aesthetically pleasing to me. And I really am thinking that it might be some topiaries, maybe in some terracotta pots or maybe some um, concrete pots, something like that. But I don't know. I haven't gone through this exercise yet and I'm really excited about it. But you know what? Another thing is I kind of did a show like this. Um, I don't remember. Let me look that one up too, because it was about Pinterest and how to use Pinterest. And basically this is the same thing. We're using the same kind of method that I talked about in that Pinterest show. Let me look that up. That was episode number 34. That was way back in 2019. It was June 10th, 2019. I did a show on Pinterest. And basically, it's the same thing where you can go to Pinterest. I would not do that. If you have a stack of magazines, I would go through your magazines and pull out for whatever reason you kept that magazine for. Just rip it out and put it in a file folder and then kind of go back and do the process of elimination. If you don't have a stack of magazines, if you're, you know, way better than I am when it comes to uh, holding on to that and you don't have the magazine shame, then you're far ahead of me in the game. But I'm really kind of glad that I have these because I'm fixing to do that. I am about to go back and pull out whatever picture it was that the reason that I held on to these magazines. And I'm even going to do that with the recipes too, because I'm going to pull those out and I'm going to put them in a file just for recipes. But a lot of times, you know, it may be something that, that is just all about the front porch, you know, the way that the front porch is decorated for whatever reason you like it, you can go ahead and and this is what I'm going to do. Quite honestly, I'm going to have several file folders. And I, if I know that something is specifically for the porch, I'm going to go ahead and put it in the, the porch thing. That way I have less to kind of look through later. And uh, if it only has to do with the furniture that's on the porch, then I know that I really don't need to look at that for what I need to plant in the beds that go right in front of the front porch. But for whatever reason, it's inspiration for me. I am going to kind of go back through that stack of pictures that I pulled out. It basically just kind of think of it as if this is a picture that you took with your phone or something, but it's it's a snapshot you took with just kind of your mind, right? It's a snapshot you took of something that was in this magazine that you wanted to hold on to. And that's why you didn't throw it away. I mean, I'm talking to the, I'm talking to myself here. 
So you're getting to know me a little bit better in my little quirks here. <laughs> but anyway, just take those pictures out, pull them out. And then if you know automatically where they go, then put them in another file. That way you don't have to go through the whole process of elimination. But it's just, it's really just a lot about categorizing. And then you can start to break down if you have several different places in your yard or at your home where you know you're going to either start a garden or you already have garden beds or you already have a garden that you just kind of want to re revamp, then you can um, just kind of assign that picture or that idea, that inspiration, those colors or the textures, whatever the case may be, to that area. Okay, so this is what I'm going to be doing. And I thought I would just share it with you because I, you know, it, it, this is something that'll take a little bit of time, but you know, this is just one of those things that's just kind of a winter activity that just kind of keeps the mind flowing when it comes to the garden, kind of keeps the juices flowing. Like, what am I going to do next year? Because when it comes to January, when January comes around, all the holidays are over. We're about to have the holidays, right? We're about to have family over. We're going to be cooking a lot. We're going to having a lot of meals. And Christmas is going to be here. We're going to have the shopping in between and all of that good stuff. And then January is going to be here, like before we know it. And then Jan in January, uh, that's when our mind starts saying, okay, now it's time to put up all the decorations and clean the slate and just get going. But I'm doing this now. So you can do this whenever you want to, obviously, or not do it at all, whatever. Uh, but this is just an idea that I have had in the back of my mind for a while. I cleaned out my office. I'm purging uh, unwanted papers that I don't need. And I really don't need all these ads. Basically, that's what these, literally, these magazines, every other page is an ad out of 40 pages in a magazine, 20 pages are ads. That's crazy to me. Why am I holding on to all these advertisements? I'm going to chuck it. I'm going to get rid of it. So anyway, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Just want to remind you also that if you've listened to any of the past shows, and you've been thinking you're going to go grab the plant folio or the design guide template or the 2020 garden planning guide or whatever. That's all changed. It's at NanetteBlair.com forward slash folio. NanetteBlair.com forward slash design. NanetteBlair.com forward slash start. So anything that said it was EdifulGardens.com, Edifal Gardens has gone away. And there was a lot of drama around about that. And you can go back and listen to that show. I don't want to rehash it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, everything's at Nanette Blair now. And everything's up and working. So yeah, that's going to do it for this one. And also, I wanted to remind you that it would really mean so much to me if you would please rate and review the show. This helps other people find the Edible Gardens podcast when looking for some answers and inspiration, just like you and I did when we first started and had no idea where to begin. And they want to do it in an, an all natural way. And they wanted to do it in a way that really, I just believe just makes total sense. I think edible landscaping makes way more sense than any other garden method out there. But it is a result of a lot of methodologies that have overlapped for me over time the Back to Eden method, the permaculture method, the soil food web. And I didn't find all of these answers in one place. And that's why I started doing this podcast. 
Oh, by the way, if you find some really cool pictures that you want to try, I would love it if you would tag me and uh, just take a picture of it and put it on Instagram or put it on Facebook and tag me in that post. And then that way I can see what you're looking at because I may want to get some inspiration for some, from something that you found. And I think I'm going to be doing the same thing too. So if you want to see something that I found, then you can go check us out at Instagram and on Facebook. Okay, y'all stay safe out there. And remember, this podcast is dedicated to you so that we can all put good food on, good food on the table. Man, I'm having a hard time talking today. <laughs> Until next week, bye for now. <laughs>